Hi, I'm Lauren. And hi. No, wait, I can't say and hi. That's stupid. And I'm Steph. <laughs> okay. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm Steph. And this is I've Been Meaning to Ask You. So we are two sisters from two different generations living on two different continents. Um, I'm the younger sister. I'm currently 18 and at college. I'm in my freshman year. And I'm the much older sister. <laughs> uh, I'm 30. I'm living in Germany. Uh, I've been here for the last se almost seven years. And... Yeah, I'm just trying to be a regular adult now, I guess. Um, just working and finally only having one job. And hopefully when COVID is gone, lots of free time to do fun stuff outside of the apartment. All right, Lauren. Well, I've been meaning to ask you about your move to Germany. So I guess my first question for you is how on earth did you make friends and meet people? Because it's not like college where there were, you know, clubs at your disposal and things like that. It's not. Well, first of all, no matter where you live, it's not easy to make friends as an adult. Um, a lot of times you just have to meet people at work. Uh or via Tinder, or <laughs> I mean, those kinds of things. But actually, the weird thing about being a foreigner is there are so many groups set up to help you meet people because they know it's hard and they know you're looking for people who, you know, have a common experience with you. And basically, <laughs> we're all like lonely and scared and don't know what to do, um, which is true, I think, probably of most adults. Uh, but especially true when you're trying to make friends in a foreign country. So I actually, I mean, most of my friends are not German um, because, you know, the people who were born and raised here have their circle of friends already. They're not necessarily looking for some random American girl to join them. Um, so a lot of my friends are also foreigners that I either met at work or at like, um, you know, new people in town, Facebook meetup groups, mm. uh, which I very quickly dropped out of because they ended up all being <laughs> weird and like Ooh. very hookup focused, which was uh, odd. That, <laughs> yeah. that would be weird. Okay. Do you have a question for me? <laughs> Well, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, first of all, uh, I mean, you don't have to say like where you're going to college, but how did you decide that that was going to be the right fit for you? And how did you feel? Well, yeah, tell me that first. If I'm being honest, I am not still 100% sure I made the right choice. And that's very scary really? because... Okay. I have been, you know, I'm joining clubs and we have to have like coffee chats, like to make us actually get to know each other. And it was really scary to go the other day and hear from a senior that she didn't like college until the end of her sophomore year. Um, so that was very scary. And I think just having 
I don't know, like most freshmen, it was a really rough adjustment. So I am still not sure if I made the right pick. Academically, I know I did, but I think I was putting too much weight and pressure on that. And maybe I listened to some other people too much or more than I should have. So I still don't know if I made the right choice. Um, I think, I definitely think I'm still going to apply to more schools this year and I might leave after this year, but I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping I start to like it more. But for yeah, I think it was hard too because I don't think my high school prepared me super well and made me like made it a priority to learn about more than just, you know, the two biggest schools in our state. Mm-hmm. So I and I didn't think I would you know, I didn't think I would need to look into more than those. I thought that should have been fine, that should have been enough. One of them would be a good fit. Um, so I guess I just, I should have done more work back in high school to make sure that I was making the right choice, but I just, I mean, I applied, I got in, I thought, okay, this is what I want, but I didn't know really what I was getting myself into. So that's a too big answer. (laughs) That's all new information to me. So I'm glad we're doing this. (laughs) Okay. First of all, um... I, I mean, those are all totally fair feelings, and I think it's kind of insane that we expect 18-year-olds to have any idea what they want to do with their lives or where they should be spending four years of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely don't think you're alone in that. You know, I'm out of college for 10 years now, at least, and I – or something like that. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm not going to do the math. And uh, I still don't know if I made the right choice. But I'm happy where I'm at. So it must have mm-hmm. been the right choice, you know, because yeah. things turned out for the best. So yeah. um, I think it's great that you already know you still have options. You're not stuck in anything. No matter what you do, there's always a plan B. There's always another choice. There's always an out. Always. Um, you just have to be brave enough to actually do it. So I think it's good that you're already considering that, like – prioritizing your happiness because that is really important. Um, you know, I know. it's a and huge it's, change though. So. It's hard too because it's not that I don't like school. School here is going going really well for me, but it's living here that I am not too crazy about. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know if it's this city or just the fact that, ugh, just the adjustment was so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Life here has just not been super great, but I don't know. I don't know if a big school was what I should have picked or if I would have been happier at a smaller school or if that's not what's making me feel this way at all. Maybe it's just that it's hard, (laughs) like in the beginning for everyone. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was thinking a lot about uh, this adjustment and, you know, how it's – so many things are different from us where we grew up totally differently, I think, because, you know, I was the oldest, but I was also way the oldest. So it's like you had a totally different experience. Yeah. And I'm kind of used to moving around. You know, I grew up in a lot of different houses. I've moved three times already since I came to Germany. And so I think those kinds of changes are maybe a little bit easier for me. Um, but you also, you lived in the same, I mean, you don't remember living anywhere else. So essentially you lived in the same house 
your entire life. Yeah. And, and it's not like, I mean, I did switch schools twice, but every time I did, I mean, our brother, Chris, he's only a, the grade above me. So it's, I mean, I was just following him. It's not like I was ever really alone. And our parents taught at the schools that we went to, or I went to. Oh, so it's because you're such a sheltered little baby. That's why this is hard. <laughs> I forgot that you've, you've never been on your own. Like you've always had Chris there. Yeah, it was, really, it was really hard. Um, like drop off. Well, okay. We can share the story another time, but the day I got dropped off, I, oh my God, I freaked out. And I went home that day and I came back the next day. I absolutely could not stay here. And when I was, dad and Chris left earlier because Chris had to go to work. And so mom and my boyfriend, Opie, were still here. And my dad called me, or dad called me. And he was like, what's, he was like, what's going on? He was like, mom says you're not doing too well. And of course I wasn't. <laughs> um, and he was like, no, like, you're the brave one. You've always been able to, he was like, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And he was like, well, you're the brave one. He was like, why do you think, not saying our brother isn't brave, but he was like, why do you think Chris stayed at home for two years and went to see seeds because he didn't think he could, well, I don't want to speak for him, but dad was saying, you know, it's, he didn't think he could do it. He's like, you, like, you can do it. And he was obviously trying to make me feel better. And of course it wasn't, but <laughs> it was, nothing was really making me feel better at that point. But yeah, it is very hard being, without, um, without Chris, that's what I was getting at. I mean, it's, it's like you guys grew up as twins. Yeah, pretty much. People like, thought we were twins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we grew like our, your whole lives. We've referred to you as the kids, even though yeah. you're both adults now, like yeah. you're kind of a package deal. And I, I never really thought about how hard that would be for you, but like, yeah, I mean, if twins went separately, you know, separate ways for the first time, I think that'd be really hard. And especially, I think it's actually probably harder with Chris still being at home because you probably feel like you're missing out or like. It's hard too because he's not going through the same thing that I am anymore. Yeah. So even though like one of his closest we were when we were little, but even when we were little, we were both switching schools, you know, roughly the same time. He was just a year ahead of me. So he would always help me. He told me what teachers were good. He told me like how, like how to meet people. I always just tagged along with him and the friends that he had already made. And this is so. the first time you've had to do something first. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, people, anytime I'm going through something hard, people always say like, Oh, it's okay. You're so strong. It's like, that does not help me. <laughs> like, <laughs> tell, telling me I'm the brave one or I'm the strong one does not help me with how I'm experiencing this right now. Yeah. So I know it's always well-meaning, but that advice never really, or yeah. that, that comment never really actually helped. Yeah, it definitely comes from a good place. They're trying to make you be more confident in yourself, but that's just, nothing makes it easier. <laughs> but, and this is also useless advice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I don't think there are wrong choices. Like, I, I've made a lot of choices that I wish I hadn't made, but I like where I am now. And yeah, that's I think fair. that's, that's all you can do. You know, it's really hard for me, um, being so far away from you guys, 
because like, especially you, you know, I, on the one hand, because we are so far apart physically and like with age and everything, I always felt like I didn't really have the right to act like a big sister and like, I didn't want to like butt in too much or I didn't want to like give advice because maybe it seemed stupid or something. I don't know. I have a lot of like self-consciousness about, about mm-hmm. like acting like a big sister. Yeah. But on the other hand, I just want to wrap you up in bubble wrap and like <laughs> hand everyone oven mitts and like not let anything bad ever happen to you. Uh, partly, which is totally unfair that I see you as like, the version of me that has the chance to not fuck up everything that I did or, or just like, I don't want you to be hurt in the ways that I've been hurt and I don't want bad things to happen to you. And I just want to, you know, wrap you up and protect you and like not let you get, I don't know, scratched or damaged in any way. (laughs) But I mean, in, you know, in the end, you're never stuck in any situation ever. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really, I, I really don't. I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think you get good things and bad things out of every experience, which I know sounds so cheesy, but it's like, yeah, I wish I could have gotten this good thing some other way, but I didn't. And that's just how yeah. it is. So, but I think you've, you just got there. It's going to take time. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Like, yes, I might still apply to some schools, but. I mean, I already know that next year is, if I stayed here, it's going to be a million, just a million times better. I just think that, well, I mean, I've told you a little bit, but we'll come back to this another time. I just, I hate living here because I just can't stand being around my roommate. So I hate being in my dorm. I just think it'll be a million times better when I am living with friends and, you know, I can oh my gosh and not to mention the food here makes me sick <laughs> so when i feel healthier i'm sure that will be a much a bi- i'm sure that will be a big plus and change the way i feel every day mm-hmm. but yeah i think next year will just be so much better because right now like yeah when i like of course mom and dad will let me come home if i want to but it's 4 hours for them to bring me back because and so i think if i could just I'm, you know, maybe like mom and I are talking, like I could have a car here next year. And so I can go home when I want. And then it's just the one way for me to come back. I think everything will just be a lot easier because like we have all this family around here. We have, you know, cousins in neighboring cities. And then we have aunt Susie. Mom was just talking to her who's not that far away. And all these people are offering to like let me stay with them if I ever want to, or to like come take me out to dinner. But it's just so much easier when you can be self-sufficient. It's just, it's just that freshman feeling, you know, freshman in high school and freshman in college, like people have to drive you around everywhere. And you're Mm -hmm. always like, you just can never really make plans for yourself because you have to rely on other people. And I just think, oh my God, that that feeling the whole time I was home, it was so stressful. (sighs) Yeah. But I think just when that feeling's gone, it'll just be so much easier to live here (laughs) and, because we talked about this too. There's nothing worse than feeling like an in limbo adult, like living on your own, but not really living on your own and having to run everything you do by a roommate or by parents or whoever. So I just think once I can actually be a college student on my own, I think it'll be so much easier. 
That feeling is not going to go away. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I I am very much an old person now and I still, you know, I live with a partner, so I have to run things by him, not because, you know, I need permission, but because living with somebody means you have to be considerate of someone else's needs and time and space and yeah. And that context it doesn't seem bad though. <laughs> Yeah, because it's working still, for something together. Yeah, you still can do whatever you want. <laughs> or, you know, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did have to kick him out of our <laughs> common space so that we could record this podcast, but um, I forgot. Oh, also, I love living here now, but even on the days that I love it, it's still really hard. And the first months that I was living here, years even. I mean, the first two months uh, I was living on my uncle's floor on a uh, air mattress. I barely left the apartment because I was too scared. Uh, I didn't do anything. I didn't have any friends. And yeah, it took years for me to really be comfortable here and to have the kind of life here that I wanted to have just to like go back to me moving. Yeah. Uh, so how did you, how did you do it? Why did you tough it out? Like did, what made you think that it would be worth it in the end instead of just going back home to where, you know, you would be more comfortable? Um, well, first of all, I never planned on staying here this long. Yeah, so, that's true. <laughs> uh, a lot of the best decisions I've made, I just didn't think about that much. Um, you know, if I, if I got a crazy hair color or if I went on a big trip or if I, yeah, moved to a different country, it all seemed like, okay, if it doesn't work out, I can undo it. Yeah. Uh, I can go home. I can dye my hair back to brown. I can, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think especially when you're younger, it's a lot easier, you know, you should still be careful, but there's a difference between being careful and being fearful, I think. And I think a lot of being younger is not even realizing how fearless you are. Um, and you know, this is coming from me, a person who has a lot of anxieties and a lot of fears, but I was really a lot braver when I was younger. And I think part of that is because you're so untethered. You have freedom, you have independence, you can really do anything. And as you start to get older, it's like, well, you know, I've already kind of built this life. I don't want to uproot everything again. Yeah. That so makes sense. for me, that was part of it. Um, because at the time that I moved here, I didn't feel like I had that much to go back to. Mm. I think my boyfriend is whistling in the other room, which is great. <laughs> um, yep. Okay. Great. Uh, so. When you first, so what I struggled with was basically moving weekend. Like there was not that much going on, surprisingly. You would have thought that they would have had a million events for freshmen, but there was practically nothing. And so I just was aimless. I had nothing. I had five days before my classes started and I had absolutely nothing to do. I just didn't know. I was just looking for things to fill up my time with. I mean, like I went exploring, I went and, you know, I walked my schedule and all those things that kept me busy, but I still had so much time. Like, how did you fill up your time? Um, that is 
Is that in your background? Is it construction? Ah, okay, okay. Sorry, um, can you hear it? No, it's okay. Yeah, I thought, oh, no. I thought that was Alex whistling. <laughs> <laughs> um, finding ways to fill up your time that feel useful when you don't have homework to do is a huge adjustment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that doesn't necessarily go away either. Um, I make a lot of lists for myself about things that I have to do or things that I could do. Or, do the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, like things, you know, obligations, but also things to do in my free time. Um, but, you know, for many, many years, because uh, student loans are so expensive, um, I had always multiple jobs while, like after I graduated. Um, so I was working always like a full-time job or several part-time jobs or whatever. And, um, (laughs) it was Alex too. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I was always working multiple jobs. And, uh, when I came here, I also had German classes. So I would be working full-time and then I would be writing, uh, like two articles a week for this um, freelance job I had. And then the other two days, uh, you know, so that two days a week, then two days a week I had classes. And then it was like, okay, here's the weekend. And I have no more air left in me. And then once that fell away, once I had a decent stable job and my German classes were actually at work, uh, I had all this free time in the evening that I didn't know what to do with and didn't want to just fill cleaning or watching yeah. TV. Um, and I still have a hard time with that, especially living here where I think it's harder to find either as an adult or as a foreigner, it's harder to find stuff to get engaged in. Like back at home, I volunteered a lot and I, I feel like I always had some kind of something I could fill my time with. Yeah. But yeah, it 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 doesn't get easier, especially mm. when you don't have uh don't have homework and don't have classes and don't always yeah. have something you could be studying. You have to self motivate, which is really hard. We'll say, I mean, so many people told me like, wait your second semester to get a job. Like you don't have to get a job right away. But I just I I was like, I can't do that. I've always been the person that was doing school and working. So I went out and I applied and I should hear back from one of them today, hopefully. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, I was like, even if it's just like working in my mail room, I was like, I just have to do something. I'm the same way. I don't want to sit and like clean or watch TV all the time. I just, I just want to, even if it's, I mean, sure, making money would also be great, <laughs> but I just want something where I can interact with other people and you know, if just honestly, I just need something to fill up the time and there's not, and, and clubs here are so expensive. And so that, yeah, that was really surprising. The best solution. Yeah. I wanted to join. I told you, I wanted to join like a dance club because what a fun thing to say you just did in college for, you know, just for fun to try something new, but they're like 200 bucks a semester and they meet at like, they meet from like 10 to 11 at night. I'm like that is just so <laughs> random. Like, but yeah, you're yeah. young, so I guess I don't know why it's so expensive though. I guess because you're using like the studio space. That's the only thing I could possibly think of. But 
Feels like your tuition should cover those things, but okay. You'd think so, but you'd think they'd get enough money from the school. (laughs) Okay, but also those kinds of jobs. I mean, I've done a lot of really shitty jobs that I hated and I've, I've done just a ton of different jobs and I don't know if it's just because I like to write. So that kind of stuff is useful to me to have those kinds of different experiences. But I think it's also really cool when you're older, it's like, oh yeah, I know how a mailroom works. Yeah. I know how it feels to work in a restaurant. I know Mm -hmm. what it's like to do this thing. You know, I, I also did a ton of internships in college um, because I love working for free, I guess. And, uh, you know, I worked at a nonprofit. I actually worked at a few different nonprofits. I worked at, um, a local magazine. I worked at, a a radio show for a couple of months and, you know, it's just, it's just cool to gather those experiences while you can, while you can, even if it's like, okay, this isn't building toward my career or something, but it's like, just see what's out there. See what's going on in the world. See what's behind the scenes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I worked at the country club this summer and then the other day we went out to dinner for grandpa's birthday, like the other weekend when I was home and we went to, we went, we were at a restaurant and then when the waitress came to, you know, pick up all of our plates and everything, I was stacking them and putting all the silverware on the same layer. And then I hated them too. And I just look at dad and I go, country club trick. And then it was, yeah, what a just funny like thing to know about or like that makes people's lives just like a little bit easier. Everyone should work in service. It makes you like, I think kinder toward people. Yeah. Um, not that you should have to have an experience to relate to people or be kind to people having that experience, but you really see how difficult things like that are. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was definitely a crazy summer. <laughs> plus, you know, there are a lot of things I hated about waitressing, but I have a lot of good stories and a lot of funny shit happened. So that's, and I also really embarrassed myself many, many times. <laughs> that's okay. It's in the best. It's in the best. Luna's also a part of this podcast. I'm sorry. She, I can hear her. <laughs> I know. She has to whine at me all the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Any Do you other have questions, questions for me? <laughs> I have so many questions. Um so yeah, I guess well, going back to getting a job, like did you wait before you got a job in college or before you went to Germany? Like I know originally you weren't planning to stay, but when did you get a job, I guess? Uh, I mean, like you, I've pretty much always worked. I mean, I was always babysitting on weekends and um, waitressing in high school and college. And I worked, you know, at a blood center um, making calls and then in their communications department. And I was working actually – So when I graduated college that summer, I came to visit my uncle who lives here Um, and like, yeah, travel around Europe for a month because (laughs) why not? I don't know. I didn't think about it that much, as I've said. Um, Even the the trip, I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I can go for a month. Um, Yeah. Not really thinking about it that much. And then when – 
I was here. <laughs> the cat. Uh, it was Alex's birthday this weekend, and uh, as like a hostess gift, his friends gave me three plastic roses that I can now only see the top of as the cat knocks them off the table. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when I when I came here, uh, my uncle was like, "Well, you should just stay." and work here. And I was like, well, that's crazy. I can't just not go home from my vacation. Yeah. Um, and then when I went back, I actually started a full-time job. Um, I started, okay. So I started working full-time. Um, I actually got the job uh, kind of through a friend. And basically I was just in charge of a marketing department. <laughs> so uh, I just graduated and I had to create a marketing department by myself. And then all my friends started getting married and moving away. Was this at home or in Germany? This is at home, yeah. Okay. And so your job was at home? My job was at home. Everyone was moving away and I had nothing to do. Um, So I asked my job if I could work for them remotely for a year and this was before remote working was really uh, a big thing. And shockingly, they said yes. So they let me work remotely for them back in the U.S. while I moved over here. And um, like obviously to live here, I had to, <laughs> I had to uh, have a job. I mean, I you can come here for a couple months, but to actually live here, you obviously have to have a job. Um, so I started teaching English mm-hmm. and it took like a few months to actually get my visa and my insurance and all of that stuff figured out. And there's just going to be so many cat noises in the back of this <laughs> um, uh, because she cannot just sit still. She sleeps, you know, 22 hours of the day, but these are the hours that she has to be awake. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, I, I basically like kept trying to figure out ways to improve my life here ever since then. And now I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, how, how did it feel like the first night that you spent the night there? Well... So the reason that I went home that what, on what was supposed to be my move-in day was because I, well, I was watching everyone leave and my roommate wasn't coming till the next day and there hadn't really been that people who had moved into my building yet. And so I was just looking around and I was like, I am so alone. I was like, I absolutely cannot do it. And so... I went home, then the next day I got to move Opie into his college, and I'm so glad I got to do that. That was so fun. And then mom and dad brought me back because they obviously still wanted me to move in when other kids were moving in, and so it's not like I wouldn't be, it's not like people would, you know, have met a bunch of people and I would just be walking in and feel alone again because no one was in the same boat as me anymore. Mm -hmm. So I moved in the next day, and... Oh gosh, how did it feel? It felt scary and crazy. And um, I, yeah, I don't think I had too many positive experiences that move in weekend. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was, I think 
well, I hadn't spent, oh, I remember that night now. I, well, I hadn't spent the day there I because I was moving Opie into his school. And so I basically came back and as I was walking in the building, I saw my roommate coming out and she was going out to dinner with her parents. So I knew that when I went up to my room, I was going to be alone. And so mom and dad kind of waited. They're like, okay, you know, go get like a takeout dinner from your dining hall, eat in your room, you know, so like she's like when you, when she, your roommate comes back, you can be there and you guys can talk. Um, but she took hours. <laughs> so I had, mm-hmm. and I was left there and I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do now? <laughs> like, I thought it would be quick. It was, it took forever. And so that night I remember I had met someone through like a Snapchat group chat before I came to school here who lived in my building. Oh, what? Because I don't know how it happened. I think I joined a group meet and then someone like once I found out what dorm I was in somehow I joined a group me I don't even remember how it happened so we made a snap group chat they sent the link and I joined it and then people talked in it so I knew this 100 years old right now so I knew this girl's name like I had a couple things in common and so I actually texted her and just said like hey are you around have you moved in yet so then we kind of walked around for a little bit and then we just kind of ended up in her room and Oh my gosh, <laughs> I thought it was crazy. She has a roommate who leave, they always have the lights off and she has a disco light going all the time. And she has, when I walked in, she was putting up lights, like copper lights in the shape of a penguin on their wall. It was, it was cute, but I was like, wow, that's her, her, her whole uh, vibe was very strong. She really had her own. She was very sure of herself and <laughs> of the things that she liked. And I, I was like, okay, at least I don't have a roommate who uses a disco light instead of <laughs> just the normal lights. So we were kind of, the three of us, me, this girl, and her roommate were just kind of in there talking for a little bit. And eventually my roommate texted me that she was back. So we just walked down the hall and, you know, she just met her and then she came back with us. And then there was four of us talking um, then after, yeah, after that, it was pretty uneventful. I just, we just kind of went back to our room. Um, I'm, I'm sure it was FaceTiming Opie or calling mom and dad. I don't really remember, but it definitely me a lot more, <laughs> which I appreciated. My phone dies so fast because I'm constantly on the phone or texting people who are no longer here <laughs> or I'm no longer with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it definitely felt scary definitely felt more negative than positive I'd say and it was really hard too because that weekend so I'm in a building with two living learning communities so all like these kids they had to apply they had to they had to sign up they had to apply um and it's basically like so one of them is women in science and engineering and then the other is a research group so like two whole floors of my building honestly there's more than that but they're just this group of people it's not like a club it's just and so moving weekend they all had events planned because they're part of this like special organization and so they're my and I think I'm one of like three girls on my floor not a part of this and my roommate being one of them and we are we just don't see our personalities don't click super well so we don't really hang out that much (laughs) and so there was one time I was walking back into my building and I saw a trail of every every face I had recognized from my floor, all leaving, all wearing the same matching t-shirt, going off to do 
scavenger hunts or like a treasure hunt or whatever they were doing and like they had events they had events from you know like 10 to 4 every day so they were they were busy they were mm-hmm. doing that things and meeting people and I couldn't even go and meet people in my building because they were all gone <laughs> so I think it would have honestly been easier if I was in a normal freshman dorm if I like the dorm I'm in is actually really nice but just not being a part of the community that's like housed here or placed here mm-hmm. is not it's not an advantage at all <laughs> that sucks because you were so excited to live there too yeah I was I thought it was yeah I was super excited living here has been not so great <laughs> I know that this also doesn't help but I try to remind myself when things are not good that this is temporary. Like as much as something sucks right now, I know that in a day, it'll be a memory. In five years, it won't even be that. I won't yeah. have this stuck in my brain. Yeah. Um, and I know that doesn't help at the time, but. Even just now, it was hard for me to remember all those details. So I know it's, but oh my gosh, there. Since I've been here, I heard this saying that freshman weeks feel like a months. Mm-hmm. And definitely, maybe not so much now, but the first month of school, that was definitely true for me. And oh my gosh, just, and then the people were saying things like when a, the, a friend I met on Move-In Weekend had just said like, oh yeah, there was a study and it was like proven that routine life goes by fast and times of change feel like they take forever. And that five-day move-in weekend felt like eternity. <laughs> it felt like a month. So those first few nights, yeah, it felt horrible. It felt like it was never going to end. But now it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's fall break this weekend, so um, years going by. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think it was also easier for me because I lived with uh, a friend of mine And so I didn't feel, even though she was like way more outgoing than I was and had a lot of other stuff going on, at least I wasn't like feeling so alone. But there's also something I wanted to tell you. Now I can't remember. Yeah, I definitely think it, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a hit or miss. I think you can go in knowing your roommate and it can turn out great or can turn out horrible. And I think you can go in not knowing your roommate and the same thing you same things can happen. So I I definitely think that just coming here because I'm not, I think the hardest part about being here in those first few weeks was that I didn't have any friends from high school here really, like acquaintances, but not anyone I've really, I mean, I had dinner with a few people from high school, you know, once or twice, but other than that, and then I go and I look at Opie and all of his best friends are at school with him and two of and his two sisters. So it was just a very isolating feeling because it felt like even at the time, like he didn't really understand what it felt like. And I, like, I'm sure to some extent it did because it's not like he wants to stay friends with the same people. Obviously he wants to meet new people and it's hard, but it, oh man, it was very isolating. <laughs> yeah, I definitely understand that feeling, you know, not from college, but from being here. Um, Especially once I was living by myself, like in my own apartment, it was like there would be days I wouldn't see anybody else. And this was pre-COVID. So that was pretty sad. 
But, you know, I think also you sh- you don't need to put so much pressure on your I, – I feel like there's so much pressure on the American college experience that it's the best four years of your life, and it's yeah. not. It is not, <laughs> okay? And you don't have to – that pressure and that expectation makes it feel so much worse when it's not everything the yeah. movies tell you it's going to be, and it's not everything you told yourself it was going to be. And that's okay. It doesn't have to because you're only 18 and there's so much left to come. Yeah. And, you know, I've been out of college for who knows how long now and it flew by. And I I just want for you that you take advantage of it as much as you can because I felt like I didn't do enough in college and I didn't like make the most of the experience. But you just got there. You have so much time. I know. I've only been here for a little over a month. But it is hard, too, because I just kind of, like, I go to the dining hall, and I see, like, these long tables filled with people talking. And I'm just like, how? And this was in, like, the first few weeks. I'm like, how did you meet so many people so quickly? Because right now I have, like, two friends. (laughs) And that's, Mm -hmm. it's fine. But it's just... And it did make me feel better. I went and was at Opie's school for a weekend with him. And it does make me feel better seeing his sister, who's a senior, and knowing that she has her three close friends. And then that it's not like she has a huge friend group. And I think I definitely wanted that coming into college because I didn't have it in high school. I was the same, same way it is now. I had one or two close friends, and that was pretty much it. But so I think it was hard to see that, like, just just see that, that people had, like, known so many people or met so many people so quickly. But, I mean, I guess, like, just knowing that, just knowing that that's not how it is for everybody. And, like, maybe it'll change. I'm hopeful it'll change. But just seeing, like, that senior who just has her few close friends, like, that honestly made me feel ten times better, a million times people better. People have 50, pre- 50 friends are just psychopaths. There's no way – like, those are not friends. Those are just people that you know that you've spent time with. Yeah. But, like – I guess when you transition to college, that would be good. <laughs> but, I mean, the two friends I have right now, they're they're really great. And we're looking at apartments for next year. And I think it'll just be so nice to <laughs> – I well, mentioned this. If you want to live in an apartment with them, you have to stay there. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'd have to, can't leave school, mm-hmm. but. Is there anything that you want to ask me that you think would help you right now? Or like anything that I could, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, logistically here, my life is not bad. Like I'm settling into a routine, like I said, school's not been super challenging. I just think, what, I mean, just from your experience, like, it's just so hard. Like, I go to the dining hall, and I try to sit next to people, and they just pull out their phones, and I'm like, no, I want to talk to people. So, like, that's clearly not the best way to go about it, but how do I meet more people or expand my circle, but, like, find people that actually want the same thing you know what's what's kind of nice about i i've been very very lucky with having good friends i've always pretty much always had really good friends uh and i know that like yeah that's a great privilege that i have 
Um, and I've also met a lot of people who were really nice, but we just didn't, didn't, you know, stay friends long-term or whatever. It's like, you know, not, not all relationships are forever and that's okay. Um, but as I get older, it's a lot easier for me to recognize right away who is going to be a person that I am going to get along with and who is going to be a person that I don't necessarily need to spend more time with. Um, so I think like, I can definitely say I don't have that skill yet because one of my best friends now, I don't even remember meeting her, but she remembers meeting me for the first time. I apparently (laughs) said we got breakfast one or we met at breakfast and we exchanged numbers. And then after that, one day she just really needed a friend to get dinner with. And so she texted me and we had dinner. And then after that, we totally clicked. And then I remember that. But Mm -hmm. one time someone asked us like how we met and I had no clue. And she, I did not think at the time that she would be someone that I continued to hang out with. Not like I didn't like her. I just didn't figure it would happen. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, it's okay. Uh, honestly, the only solution. So when I, when I first moved here, um, one of my college professors, um, I knew had lived in the Czech Republic for a while and I kept in touch with her and a few of my other professors. I know I am such a nerd, but truly (laughs) the school school part of college was my favorite part. (laughs) Um, I miss it so much. I miss being in my classes. I miss my professors. I truly love that part. Last night I was doing some reading and I sent like a six minute video to dad just saying what I'd learned because I thought it was so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Dork. (laughs) No, I love it. I mean, yeah, I, I, I loved that part. That was my favorite part of college. I didn't really get as much out of some of the other stuff, but, um, so I, I wrote her like on Facebook or something and I just asked her, how did you do it? How did you do it? Not understanding anything that was going on around you. And she told me she just had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that applies to any new situation. You know, it's not just not being able to understand the language or something. It's okay. I'm in a new situation. I have to make friends. Uh, I just have to know that putting myself out there and being brave and just asking people if they want to do stuff and trying again and again is going to be uncomfortable. But it gets better with practice. That's good I to mean, hear. You could like, you guys have a kitchen, like a shared kitchen, right? Um, yeah, we do, but kind of musty, not gonna lie. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's something that I would try to take advantage of is like, okay, one, one night a week, we all make dinner together or something. I yeah. mean, you know, something like that, especially things with a regular, I can only think of the German word, <laughs> like regular appointments, you know, like something okay. you do every week. Um, then, you know, sometimes some people will come, sometimes they won't, uh, but it's like something to look forward to, something to plan on. Yeah. The, oh my gosh. My first like two or three weeks here, that's all mom said too, but she was pushing the idea of playing cards so much. <laughs> she was like, make She's like, make a Uyghur club. Do it. Just make a Uyghur club. Oh, well, now everyone knows where we're from. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I laugh too loud at my own bad jokes, but it definitely, I mean, and she's, I don't think it has to be 
I mean, it could be whatever, yogurt cooking, but no, it has to be yogurt. <laughs> my, we're, we're trying to do something like that. We kind of said, we made a list. We said, okay, we're going to have a movie night every week. But it is, it is hard because, you know, there's three of us, but only one of us, two of, two of us live in this building. And then our other friend is a 20 minute bus right away, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's doable. I mean, we're college kids. Everyone commutes and rides the buses and whatever. But it's just, uh, it just makes me look forward to next year so much more because it'll just be so much easier, I think, to just be with friends and actually just having the time to see each other will be so much easier, I think. Well, I can only hope, but. Okay, yes. Yes. (laughs) But. Um, you know what Michaela always told me, which she doesn't, I I brought this up to her recently. I think maybe even the last time I was home and she doesn't remember telling me this, but Mm -hmm. long, long ago, because we've been friends forever, she told me not to wish time away. And anytime I'm thinking, oh, it'll be so much better when X and I can't wait until this time. And uh, I just wish, like, I, I know I'm such a nerd. I played the Sims a lot. And I still do. (laughs) I'm always just like, I just wish I could fast forward or go on like two times speed or something. Uh, But you can't. And, you know, when that time is gone, it's just gone. And I've definitely already said that. I realized I'm doing it. And I've said to my friends, like, I don't want to wish my time away. I don't want to wish school away. But the idea of next year is just so appealing. It's so hard not to right now just want to fast forward I know you're right but it's just so hard not I know. To. And it, t- it took me like a decade to actually remember that without her telling me but uh, okay so here's my next question for you what do you think would make you happy right now oh god <laughs> wow I haven't thought uh I don't know I don't know if there is one thing I think I don't know. I'm definitely ha- a lot happier. Like on the weekends when I go home and I spend time with, you know, mom and we go shopping and it's just so fun and we catch up because I don't know. I just miss them a lot. <laughs> I miss mom and dad and Chris. Um, but I think for life here, oh gosh, I think I just need to meet more people. I think just having more friends, you know, if my two friends are busy or they're going home on the weekend, it's pretty hard not to want to go home on the weekend because why would I want to stay here if I have nothing to do or no one to spend my time with? Because that's the chance for you to meet new people. Oh, I guess. (laughs) Don't mind me. No, no. I mean, if I were you, I would literally make a list of things that I'm not happy with, ways that I could fix that, things that I think would make me happier. And like start with small things. I like just putting a face mask on and like taking care of myself or I don't know, like I'm I'm really into not like, you know, spending tons of money on uh skincare or something like that, but just like using like a face scrub or I don't know, treating myself in that way to like, okay, just take care of yourself or like do something small and nice for yourself. You know, I, if I'm unhappy, I try to bake something. So I think you should just 
try to focus on ways, even really small ways that you can improve your situation. Yeah. I think I need to go on more walks. Maybe I'll go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We shall see. I'm going after this, so. <laughs> Fun. Mm, not really, but I have to. <laughs> I mean, I know it's so cheesy and not, you know, when you're in a situation, it doesn't help what, what someone else has been through and anything, but I was really struggling here for a really long time. And it felt like it would never get better. It felt like the things that I needed to be happy were impossible. And I tried really hard, especially in the last year or two, to find like specific things that will make my life easier. I'm getting allergy shots now. I know that's like <laughs> – a random thing to mention, but it was like, how can I improve my life? Well, not being sick for three months out of the year is going to significantly yeah. improve my life. Yeah. Uh, I found a like therapist and started taking something for my anxiety and that's radically changed my life. And it's just I like- I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so tired all the time right now though, is because I'm adjusting my dose and I'm not reacting very well to it. So I'm a little out of things. Um, but it's like, you know, finding very specific things that I'm not happy with and taking steps towards changing it. And like this allergy shot thing is going to take three years, but I knew, oh. okay, I have to commit to this for myself because I know that this is going to improve my life, but yeah. it can also be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, put on an under eye mask or something. I think it's really just like taking steps towards knowing what makes you happy and what you can do about it right now. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I'm going to leave and go make my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're just sick of me telling you what you should do. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it makes sense, but it's so hard to pinpoint specific things that make make you unhappy because no one wants to think about it. So it's, I mean, obviously I know part of the time I'm feeling unhappy, but it's so hard to actually pinpoint the cause. What do you think about like seeing what counseling services they have there? I know they have them. They actually advertise them a bunch. Um, but I don't know. I've never done that. I don't know if that's my thing or not. <laughs> well, you're not going to know until you try. That's true. <laughs> I mean... I started being – I'm not currently because I have to find someone who speaks English, but I've been in therapy, you know, forever. Like as a kid, I started therapy um, just because of all kinds of <laughs> stuff going on. And um, yeah, so I think like I've always been a big pro-therapy person, um, but I think everyone should be. I think like – there's nothing wrong with always wanting to find ways to improve ourselves and to yeah. be healthier and to be happier. And I think um, like talking to someone like that, especially on campus, they're going to be experts in this transition that people are going through. And maybe they'd help you to like pinpoint exactly what it is and some solutions for what you can do about it. Yeah. it's a good point. Should we wrap up? Should we say an <laughs> outro? Okay. Uh, 
What's okay. Tell me one thing you're looking forward to this week. Uh, going home. <laughs> it's fall break. I'm so excited to go home and then go to the cabin and the family and then some aunts and uncles. We're going to go golfing up north and I just know it's going to be really pretty and there are going to be lots of fall colors. And I think it'll just be great to be surrounded by not even just our family, but extended family. Yeah, that sounds awesome. How long is, <laughs> how long is fall break? Uh, I get, I'm going to leave uh, Friday and then I have next Monday and Tuesday off. What's one thing you're looking forward to? Um, I am going to a bachelorette party this weekend. Ooh. And uh, in, in Germany, they're like really big on like wellness. So there's like lots okay. of spas and like thermal baths and saunas and all of that kind of stuff. So uh, we're like we're staying at like a wellness hotel and it's going to be really nice, I think. I'm pretty nervous because it's all like all Germans. I don't, I only know the bride. Um, mm -hmm. So that really intimidates me. Well, I think yeah. it'll be fun. Get some new people. Yep. <laughs> and share a room with them. So it's going to be interesting. Do you think they, do they speak English? They do. Um, and, I mean, it'll be fine. I, I always speak German with this friend and I'm okay. comfortable speaking German. I just get kind of self-conscious and uh, like sometimes when people are looking at me because they're listening, I think that they're looking at me because they don't understand. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be fun and I'm looking forward to celebrating. I love having reasons to celebrate and like special occasions and yeah. I love – wellness and taking care of yourself and <laughs> no that sounds that sounds like a great time that'll be a really fun weekend thanks well all right it was really nice getting to talk to you i hope you <laughs> had fun too and this is i've been meaning to ask you with stephanie and lauren thanks for listening <laughs> great review subscribe but maybe wait till the next time because we're still new at this